0: My mother could not have picked a worse time to teach me about sex. One night, when I was five years old, she turned on the TV to a special about sex education. Kids my brother Danny's age were holding bags of flour, calling them their babies, and scrambling to find babysitters for them. Why are they doing that? I said. They're learning about babies, how to take care of them, and how they're made, she said. Oh, I knew the last part. They were made in their mother's bellies. I had seen my mother pregnant with my sister. But now the kids on the screen were in a classroom, and a teacher was talking to them about cells and body parts. "'What's she talking about?' I said. "'She's explaining sex to them.' I had heard that word before. I knew it was a loaded term, something grown-ups only said in whispers. "'What is that?' "'It's how you make a baby,' she said.' and went on to describe the most absurd, unappealing process I could imagine. She'd always believed in telling children the truth, at least to the extent that they were capable of understanding. She was open about private parts and calling them by their real names. Her instincts about openness and honesty were right on, but still, I was horrified. You did that? I blurted out. She nodded and with a sickening feeling, I counted up myself, my brothers, and sister, and realized she must have done it at least five times. Any other questions? I had only one more. When you did it, did you say, whoa? My mother had the best of intentions. She made it clear this was not something to be discussed in polite company, that it needed to be kept a secret. But I had a tendency to blurt out secrets. I've always been compulsively honest, and usually at the wrong times. Five months earlier, I had ruined my father's birthday surprise party by asking, You don't know about our cakes, right? Objectively speaking, sex seemed shockingly gross and ridiculous. But as the shock wore off, the world felt different. I could tell that sex was a big deal. It was something new and exciting as secret grown-ups kept to themselves. Just knowing about it made me feel powerful, I had to tell someone and i had a big scene on the set of mrs doubtfire the next day it was not my mother who had gotten me into acting not really she was not a stage mother but she was an actress she had studied theater in college and never missed an opportunity to perform my brothers and i went to theodore roosevelt elementary school and every year on teddy roosevelt's birthday teddy himself would come by in person And I said, don't you dare shoot that bear. They made a little stuffed bear and named it after me, and that's why we call them Teddy Bears today. Teddy was only about five foot two, with D-cup breasts and a hat I had seen in my mother's closet. But her performance was convincing enough to make some of the kids ask, is that really him? I thought he was dead. My mother disappeared into the role, morphing from a tiny woman into one of the most macho men who ever lived. We lived in Burbank, in Southern California's San Fernando Valley, 20 minutes away from Hollywood. My mother always said of our hometown, it's as if someone picked up a small city in the Midwest and plopped it down in the middle of Los Angeles. Burbank tried its hardest to stay quaint, but it was also home to Warner Brothers, NBC, and Disney Studios. The tentacles of the entertainment industry reached into everyone's lives. My father worked as an electronics engineer at CBS, NBC, and the local channel, KTLA. Classmates came to school in cars with license plate frames reading, Part of the Magic, Walt Disney Company. And my brothers would borrow movie screeners from friends with well-connected parents when we didn't want to wait for video. Given the omnipresence of the entertainment industry, getting into acting wasn't an unusual thing for a Burbank kid to do. Children all over the world do ridiculous, borderline dangerous things, and no one around them questions it because it's ingrained in their culture. So it was with child acting in Southern California. When I was a toddler, the oldest and most outgoing of my siblings, Danny, started trying out for commercials. He was cute and a quick study, booking a few TV ads, and even some small parts in movies. Watching my mother and Danny rehearse, I had an epiphany. What they did was like when I performed my stories at home, only better because people wanted to see you perform. Shortly after my fifth birthday, I went right up to my mother and told her, Mommy, I want to do what Danny does. No, you don't, she said. They were already starting to feel burned out. She was relieved that Danny had never become recognizably famous and that he didn't want to be an actor when he grew up. He had been a confident, resilient kid, but the cycle of auditioning was getting to him. It would be worse with her anxious, oversensitive daughter.